Ghosts and Goblins. This week on The Family Vacationer, we look at Halloween in Orlando, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Party, and Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, Danny. the go-to podcast for families on the move. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny, and this is The Family Vacationer, Episode 5. This is an early Halloween episode of The Family Vacationer as we look into Halloween in Orlando. Now, of course, it's been Halloween at Disney and Universal Studios since early September. (laughs) But we're going to take a look at both spooky offerings from the parks So you can decide which park is closer to your liking. We're also going to interview Paul Price. Paul is a veteran of both parks and will give us a unique perspective on each Halloween celebration. First off, I want to give a big thank you to our very first Patreon, Stacy Cabell. Stacy owns the travel agency that I work for, and I appreciate her for many reasons, not the least of which is her support of this show. We'll have her on in the coming months to share her experience and her perspective on family travel. But if you'd like to support the show, please go to thefamilyvacationer.live and click on Support the Show tab. There are different levels established for for your support. Now, let's start this episode with a broad overview of both events. Now, first, let's look at Halloween Horror Nights at Universal, HHR 29. Now, this year, the event's running select nights from September 6th through November 2nd. And it's a separately ticketed event at Universal Studios. Now, the event runs mainly Thursday through Sunday with some Wednesdays occurring through the run. And one Tuesday. One there, Tuesday. There is one Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Can't forget it. And Halloween Horror Nights start at 6.30 and they last until 1 or 2 a.m. And the park is divided up into houses, scare zones, and then shows. The houses are by far the most popular attractions during the events. All right, the park is divided up into houses, scare zones, and shows. The houses are by far the most popular attractions during the events, offering movie-quality sets and jump scares galore. The houses for this year are Stranger Things, which are offering scenes from Season 2 and Brand New Season 3, Nightingale's Blood Pit, well, that sounds fun. Um, Transports you back to ancient Rome. Universal Monsters, Dracula, Wolfman, The Mummy, and more. Depths of Fear, which features, this sounds awesome, The Mouth Brooders, a parasitic race of creatures that spew flesh-eating acidic eggs. Mm. <laughs> okay, and uh, let's see. We've got Yeti, Tower of the Yukon. Ghostbusters, which sounds fun, and it's just in time for the movie's 35th anniversary. Wow. We are old people. Yes, we are. Uh, killer clowns from outer space. And I have to, I have to tell this story. My, we were asking my kids what they wanted to be for Halloween. And my oldest son said, ghost. I mean, he said clowns from across the house. I hear my wife's muffled voice. No, you're not. <laughs> well, it, it, strangely, I love that movie though. I don't like anything. I'm. Mm, this is where I have to be honest and, and profess that I'm not a Halloween guy. I don't like. Aww. Yeah, I don't like the scary. I'm. Come on. I know. Uh, Us, which is based on the horror movie of the same name. Are you familiar with Us? No, I've never heard of that one either. Uh, graveyard games where two teens go too far in an Amish graveyard and an angered <laughs> spirits that chase you through a maze. Mm. And finally, the House of One Thousand Corpses. 
All right, and there are also scare zones in the open park that offer their own sets, sounds, and even smells. So you'll be terrified and harassed by all sorts of scare actors that give zero thought or concern to your personal space. I assure you that. <laughs> and these spaces include Zombieland Double Tap, based on the sequel to the horror movie Zombieland, and also Vanity Ball, Vikings Undead, An Arcade, and Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe, which feature heavy metal sounds and imagery. Are you, does it intrigue you about the smells? What what possible? Yes. <laughs> I'm just kind of wondering where they're going with that. I, uh, I we'll have to ask Paul about that one. You, you get a whiff of graveyard <laughs> as you're walking Ugh. through. I, I, I don't freshly mowed grass. I don't. I, yeah. I don't know. You got me. Uh, additionally, there's two shows called Halloween Marathon of Mayhem which is a 10-minute show featuring scenes from some of the horror combined with special effects, lasers, and projections. I evidently can't spell lasers. That's something to mm. note. Um, also, there's Academy of Villains, Altered States, that returns this year and features an eclectic mix of theatrics and dance. Nice. You always have to have dance. Yes. Well, scary villains that dance. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> clowns that dance. That would bother oh, me. But man. Clowns that do anything, but uh, yeah, the clowns just don't. I'm not a big fan. Go. And of course, special merchandise and food and drink is available in the park during the event. Universal also offers, for an additional price, an event-specific express pass, as well as a multi-night ticket that allows you to come back and experience the horror on multiple days. Now, Universal recommends this experience for children 13 years of age and up and no costumes or math. Now, select rides at the park will open during the event, so make sure and consult the Universal website to confirm which rides will be operational during that time. One thing to note there is the express is like if you have an express pass for the park, that's not going to work at the Halloween Horror Nights. You've got to have a specific yeah. Express Pass for HHR 29. So let's move on to Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World and talk about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Now we're talking in my wheelhouse. Yeah. The Not-So-Scary part. It's it's still fun. Yeah, it is. It's a decidedly different take on the Halloween experience, and it occurs on select nights from August 16th through November 1st this year. Nothing like Halloween in August. Um, yeah. But Disney markets this as Halloween fun for everyone, and that's the theme that really carries the event. Costumes are allowed and encouraged at the park during this event, and that's really half the fun, seeing all the creative costumes. And yeah. um, We were there in September last year and seeing people in full polyester costumes uh -huh. in September in Florida. Really fun. Still so, 90 degrees. Uh, at least. Trick-or-treating at several designated areas is going to be popular with the young kids or some adults, me. Mm -hmm. um, that's also fun. Yeah. Now, this event's much more low-key in execution, though, and it it offers the cast of Disney characters walking around the park in, in Halloween attire, too. Now, select rides are open during this event, so make sure, again, consult Disney for that list. Now, previous years, several rides have what they call overlays that are specific to Halloween, they have different lighting, different you know effects, live actors. You know, for example, Space Mountain plays a special Halloween soundtrack while you ride the ride in complete darkness. Now, the Pirates of the Caribbean features live pirates searching for treasure during the ride. The Boo to You Parade offers us several fun photo opportunities, including the Headless Horseman. The Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular is fun. Villain-centric show in front of 
in front of the castle, uh, hosted by the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. The not-so-spooky spectacular features lasers, fireworks, and more, and is quite honestly one of the grandest shows during any time of the year at Magic Kingdom. And you know Disney wouldn't miss the opportunity to have special food and drink offerings along with MNSSP merchandise. Let's get a quick word from our sponsor, The Language Tutor, and then we'll be right back with Paul Price. Stick with us. Hi, friends. Danny Evans here, and I want to tell you about The Language Tutor, your one-stop YouTube channel for learning languages. You ever wanted to learn Spanish or French or know someone that wants to learn English? Well, you can find great lessons for language learning on our channel, The Language Tutor. Just simply go to YouTube and type in The Language Tutor, and you'll find our channel there. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and click that notification bell so that you'll never miss any of our great lessons that come in every single week. I hope to see you on The Language Tutor. So, Paul, tell our listeners how long have you been going to these Halloween events in Orlando? I've been going to Universal for about 11 to 12 years. Um, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween, just the last couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also Bush Gardens have theirs. I've been going there maybe six years. So what do you see are the major differences between Mickey's Not So Scary Party and the Halloween Horror Nights? Uh, <laughs> the lot. <laughs> Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween, it's basically for the kids. Halloween Horror Nights is more adult-oriented. Uh, you can buy... Obviously, alcohol and things of that nature. Uh, they recommend no one under 13 show up for Universal Horror Nights. That okay. sounded about right to you, the 13? Yeah, very much so. It's, uh, that's what makes it special. It is more adult oriented. It, it does make it special and it makes it fun. Uh, now I enjoy both. It depends on mm. what you're looking for. Right. Uh, down at Disney, I mean, they do a great job down there and, uh, they have a show called the, I think it's called the villain show. And if you haven't seen it, that's a great show. Um, it's run by the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus Mm -hmm. and you've got about every Disney villain that shows up out there and it's a very popular show. And if you Plan on seeing it. It might be good to get a lawn chair or something and sit out there because it fills up quick. It does. But the nice thing about it is while that show's going on, uh, you're free to roam around and visit other parts of the Disney park, such as the haunted house, which usually is very crowded. You can just almost walk right in, but it is the whole night's pretty crowded, um, uh, during the Disney. I found that out. No matter what night I went, it was very, very crowded. Universal is not quite that way. Some nights you can just walk into the haunted houses. Others, you better have an express pass. Okay, so what what's your favorite part of both events? Well, as I mentioned before, I love the uh, the show they put on at Disney. But yeah, I like Disney in general. So it's it's just fun walking around Disney and sure. you know doing all the things that you do. But now Universal is special. Uh, to me, nothing beats it. I love it. It is adult oriented. I like that. Um, the, you cannot wear costumes in there for obvious reasons. Right. Uh, one of the things they like to do in Universal is obviously they love to jump in front of people, chase people with chainsaws, and all <laughs> kinds of things, you <laughs> yeah. know. And, uh, but the rule is you can't touch them. They can't touch you. Mm. 
But now that doesn't say they can't come right to your face two right, or three yeah. inches. They just can't touch you. Yeah. And they have a lot of security that you wouldn't recognize they're in plains clothes. Mm-hmm. So uh it's a very safe environment. Uh they got you go through all these metal detectors, the whole works. But uh that to me is it's just the haunted houses, the scare zones, the things they have in the universal is Never seen anything like it. They put a lot of money into it, and it shows. Now, I don't know what the latest is. I I think I read about, I don't know, four or five years ago. I think they said they averaged five to six million dollars every Halloween or night to build the haunted houses. They build them all from scratch every year. Mm -hmm. There's 10 houses. Now, in relation to, to put that with Bush Gardens, they have six and they average maybe two, sometimes three new ones a year. Okay. Universal starts from scratch. So mm-hmm. a good example would be those of you that uh, love to watch Stranger Things. That's a yeah. very popular haunted house. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they had one last year. They've got one this year. But this year's is completely from scratch. So it won't look like the one last year. So if you went last year, you would see a whole different haunted house this year. Sure. Um, what was your favorite house? From last year. Well, last year, well, Stranger Things was pretty good. Was it? Um, but now getting on to this year. Yeah. You know, I'm from the old days. I, I grew up in the days of the Dracula Frankenstein deal mm-hmm. where they had a haunted house this year based on the Universal Monsters, which is the old Hammer Film productions that mm-hmm. a lot of people may be familiar with, right. with, uh, Dracula, the Wolfman, you know, all the old style monsters, which I really love. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. But, uh, you know, they, uh, this year it's some interesting haunted houses. They have, uh, Ghostbusters. And I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> familiar with that. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to think how they can make that a horror house, but right. somehow I guess they'll try. <laughs> and then there's the killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that one. We've, uh-huh. we've talked about that one. <laughs> yeah, we did I'm about. not a fan of killer clowns. But. <laughs> well, what happened last year, I, think they had a killer clown scare zone it was so popular that it's they they decided to make a haunted house out of it. oh wow i think but going back again my favorite thing to do obviously and the reason you go there is for the haunted houses it's yep. a great job scare zones are just an open right. area right scare zones are open areas with a theme for okay. example you might have a zombie theme or a witch's theme or like last year, Killer Clowns theme, it may, but it's a theme. And as you walk through these scare zones, uh, you know, a lot of people be dressed up. They may, obviously, the thing they like to do is jump behind you, jump in front of you, <laughs> yell. Noise is big and universal, very big. When you go to the haunted houses, on the other hand, uh, and this is something that you ought to know before you go in, it is loud. Right. So part of the scare of the haunted houses is not only all the lights and everything flickering, the people screaming, but, you know, when uh, animatronics or people jump out in front of you, it is very, very loud. Mm. The decimal <laughs> level is very high. Oh, so, uh, you know, I, I told my wife if she goes with me, maybe she needs to carry some cotton <laughs> in her ears, you know, because I love yeah. it. But a lot of people, I don't know, it may, yeah. it may bother them. What, now, okay, so you've talked a lot about that. What what would be your favorite part of you know the Disney? Uh, well, the Disney, what I like, I just like the way they decorate. Yeah, and obviously, it's not meant to be very scary, mm-hmm. but you do have uh, 
a lot of their characters come out in costume. Mm-hmm. For example, have you ever seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? Mm-hmm. You know, Skeleton Jack, uh, Sally, you know, people will come out. At sure. least I heard they will this year. They right. didn't last year right. when I was there, but maybe this year. Um, do you trick or in treat? The show. <laughs> yeah. <And> you- <laughs> You know, they do. I think they do have a trick or treat going they, on they, somewhere. There's, there. there's, I think, five. I can't remember how many stations, but when we yeah. went last year, we, my wife and I, we felt guilty for not bringing our kids. So of course, we went through and got candy for them. <laughs> well, did you dress up? <laughs> I did not dress up. We, so one thing people ask me is like, what percentage of people dress up for the not so scary? I thought it was about 50%. Is that about half and half? I, I thought it was more like, 35 or 40. Okay. But, I mean, when I was there, but it was September. So I was telling Danny yeah. it was 90 nah, degrees. That's so, true. You got to wait. You got to go yeah. in October. You got, I, I admired <laughs> yeah. anyone that had full polyester, you know, get up on mm-hmm. in the 90 degree Florida heat and could get away with it. But, uh, even in October, it's still going to be pretty hot, yeah. but it's better than what you're going to find in early September. Well, also in October, it is very crowded. I mean, yes, you go to universal Disney. Um, I like to go, the week before Halloween night, that, mm. that seems to be when everybody's so excited. The people who are playing their parts are excited. Mm. Um, I think I read where Universal was hiring 2,000 people or something like that. Oh, wow. Run. I think I read that somewhere. But, you know, people get really excited as you get closer to Halloween sure. mm-hmm. than they do, say, in September. <laughs> so uh, Mickey's Halloween's the same way. Yeah. You know, you – when I'm there, it was like, when I was there, it was almost like shoulder to shoulder. It was, oh, wow. there were a lot yeah. of people over there, more so than I felt at Universal. However, at Universal, the lines to the haunted houses can be up to two or three hours long. Oh, so goodness. I'm just saying, if anybody's going to make a trip, yeah. it is well worth buying the express ticket. Sure. Mm-hmm. The problem is the express ticket is three times more than the regular ticket. You, right. you do pay for it. Right. But, I mean, I, I, I do not like staying in a line for there two hours. So, <laughs> and you do walk right in. They, uh, Universal does a good job with that. You can walk right in. Okay. With the express pass. How do you characterize the differences in the crowds at both events? Well, again, Disney is mm-hmm. a lot because you got a lot of, not only do you have adults, you got the children. Mm-hmm. So it, there's a lot. Um, and it depends on the night. For example, when I go, I go two night. You, I, you can't do it all in one night. Okay. Oh, not, yeah. not to get full effect at Universal. You yeah. just can't do it all in one night. Right. To see all the haunted houses, the scary zones, the shows, um, all the stuff that they got going on. Mm-hmm. So I had, I go two nights. One night I have an express pass. The other night I may or may not, depending on how many people they are. Gotcha. But if you go on a Tuesday, uh, let's see, a Wednesday, Thursday night, Usually it's not as bad. You get on a Friday, uh, it, you better have an express <laughs> pass unless you've already been and you're just walking around. But, uh, and I think, uh, over at Disney, it's probably the same way. I just haven't, I haven't been on a Friday. I've always went during the week on the Disney, but on, uh, Universal, I've been on both the week and the weekends. I've been weekday and weekends. I think at Disney, when we went, it was, I think it was a Wednesday. And yeah, you could jump on any ride that you wanted to oh. ride, and it was awesome. Well, like I said, I think they have the villain show. I know they have it two times. They may have it three times. If you go ahead and see it, or you know, like I say, go sit there early to see mm. it. 
when the next time it comes on, that's the time to go to the rides. Nobody's at the right. rides. Everybody's right. yeah. watching the villains. So. I know the uh, the fireworks too at Halloween oh, at Disney yeah. are just phenomenal. It's, it's the best show I think I've ever seen. It is. It's spectacular, isn't it? Yeah. Now, now Universal though is, I mean, it, they have sometimes they they will have fireworks, but I don't. It's nothing like Disney, right? I know, um, I think I read this, uh, Universal, the Harry Potter land's not actually open during the Halloween horror, which is no. a, a bit, uh, disappointing yeah. to some. So no doubt. Yeah. They close all the other parts. It's just open in that one park. Um, but it's, like I said, it's just well done. I mean, you walk through the town and city of, you know, in the city walk and all that. It's just very well done. And the characters, they, uh, they do a good job. Mm-hmm. They play their parts. They don't come out of character. Uh, one thing I found out here recently that in the past you could do, you can't do now. Right. But in the past, used to, you could take your pictures with a lot of the characters, you know, whether they're zombies or whatever they may be. Mm-hmm. And now it's, I think they kind of, you can do it, but you got to do it from a distance. They don't like people. Oh, they want them to stay in character. To, yeah, stay okay. in character. And they don't want you, um, you know, putting your hand around the waist or anything like that, <laughs> like you used to could do. You used to could do that about, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago. Okay. So they're very strict about the no touch policy, mm. which, which is good, you know. So does it ever get at Universal? Does it ever get rowdy with it being an adult teenage crowd? Is it ever? <laughs> I've never, you know, I keep thinking that too, because, you know, they have beer stations. Right. Uh, and you can get beer in the restaurants and it's adult oriented. Sure. And you would think that may be true, but I, no, I've never seen it. All okay. the years I've been going, I've not seen anything like that. Um, and if you do see it, you would think it's actors. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, I think, I, I think there's a good reason that I, I not go because I think if a clown, I'm pretty sure they don't let you clock. A clown that jumps out at you, right? That pretty much escort you out for that one. So, well, and you can't, you know, you 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 can't dress in costume, right? And, you know, for obvious reasons, called mm-hmm. um, you know, people jumping out in front of you in costume. <laughs> Somebody else just dressed that way could do the same thing. So, sure. yeah, and it's obvious on that. But at Disney, they uh, really push you to wear costumes, right? Yeah, you go to their website, they they want you to wear them. Mm-hmm. So. And I probably I may wear one this year. <laughs> my so, wife, my wife is going with me this year she's never been oh that's great oh so, uh you know we may we may little couple's costume maybe uh, yeah that's no, what i know is what what do you think in terms of a costume that's what i want to know uh i don't know I, I tell you what i've seen some pretty elaborate costumes over yeah. there yeah and i think some of them probably buy them there at disney springs or something i know <laughs> i know disney springs sell a lot of costumes yeah that, so i i don't know <laughs> Uh, me, I'd probably just go as a mad scientist or something. I go. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like you do have a favorite. Is is universal between the two? Is oh, that, and yeah. by far, far, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's it's. There's no doubt the um, the way they decorate, the money they spend on it. You sure. can tell they spend a lot of money, and the people are well trained. I guess they they play their characters well. The ones on the stilts or the ones on the. Uh, I guess the, uh, what do you call them? They're not the roller boards, but anyway, they, some of them will ride scooters and just different <laughs> things. And, and by the way, they are real chainsaws. They just don't have the blades. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> so. so you have killer clowns, real chain. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm thinking I'm probably going to stick with Disney for, yeah. <laughs> one, one more thing. Uh, don't forget to, uh, another nice feature 
over at Universal is they do have a lot of rides open. Right. During that. Uh, uh, so you can do more than just go to the haunted houses. You can I imagine those are, there's nobody on those, right? If you've got and people. It, there's not that many. I, I guess I misspoke. There's really not that many open, but they do have some. Now right. over there at Bush Gardens, all of them basically open. Okay. The whole park. Okay. Yeah. It's Bush Gardens is just, uh, if you love riding, riding roller coasters, that's the place. Yeah, uh, you know, to go there, little. I think it's called Hollow Scream over at Bush Gardens. Cool. All right. So, what advice would you give to anyone that is planning to attend one or both of these events? Well, my biggest one is if you can go during the week, mm. your crowds are a lot better and it's cheaper. The uh, rates jump uh, once you hit Friday and Saturday. You're right. paying a lot more money. Mm. It, so with Going during the if you're able to go during the week like we can do, it's it's much better for the crowds. And one, it gives one thing you more I opportunity. Like at, one thing I like at Disney is just that not only do you have Mickey's not so scary, you've got food and wine going oh, yeah. at the same time. <laughs> so that's always a good that's probably my favorite Epcot festival. So Yeah, and uh, and the other advice is if you're planning on going, um and this is just me, I'd go ahead and make a trip out of it. You you get your Motel, get everything early mm-hmm. because, like I said, the t- I think it's after July 31st, tickets jump in price usually. Uh, and also you have these special deals that go away at the end of July. For example, the deal I got since my wife is going, mm-hmm. we the deal before July 31st is you could have all three parts at Universal. You pay for two days with an express pass. They gave you three days with an express pass free. Oh, wow. That's a great deal. That is a you great know, deal. If you, you know, like to go to Universal. Now, once you get past July 31st, you don't get that. So if you're going to Halloween Horror Nights and you get everything set up after July 31st, it's probably going to cost you either more money or you may not get some of these great deals that you can get before and then. Okay. And normally if, uh, before July 31st, also, if you buy a, a horror nights ticket, you get another one free. Another oh, wow. horror night. So, and then this year, I think it's, I think they're still doing that, but last year they stopped it after Halloween. I think they're doing it still this year, though. You can still do that. But that would be my advice. Do it early and, and make a trip out of it. Right. You know, you don't go that often. Do you stay on uh, property when you? No, I, we like to stay. And I say we, uh, my, sometimes my kids mm-hmm. show up, uh, and, my wife went last year or the year before with me. We like to stay at the Holiday Inn right across from Universal, okay. right, at, right at the front entrance. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a three-quarter mile walk, very close. Mm-hmm. And then you got, you got shuttles. If you don't want to do that, Sure, you have shuttles. But And they have good rates, and the rooms are good. That, that's usually where we stay. Paul, thanks so much for being on the show with us today. And I know that we've covered Orlando a lot here in the first five episodes of The Family Vacationer. Come back with us in two weeks, October 8th. We're going to go RVing with our good friends, Rick and Mitzi Williams. We're going to talk with them about taking their family on the open road. We'll see you next time on The Family Vacationer. Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny. Ha, 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 ha.